the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The news never stops. Life goes on around town and around the world. You need a talk show that keeps track of it. A program with bold opinions that's always open to your views. That is this show. Welcome to the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. All right, everybody. Hour number two, Thursday, Feb 22. George Washington's real birthday. Glad you are here. 866-660-5759. So I've already mentioned one really weighty thing that is in the news that we'll, we'll cover today. And let me put, put my toe in the pool of a couple of other things that are going on that are in my head and yours in a big political season. The big weighty thinking cap philosophical um, ocean that we need to walk into. It, it's, it's every once in a while, it's that, hey, not, not just when does life begin, but but at what point does constitutional and legal protection kick in for that life? It's what, what pro-lifeness is all about. And for me, that's always been about preventing the interruption of the process created by God and defined by science, where a baby is growing from the moment of implantation in the womb. Some people, and I think that, I think it's just to draw the broadest possible spectrum that people understand, say life begins at conception. And obviously the process of it absolutely does. But, you know, there are plenty of of, of conceived sort of pre-implanted uh, embryos that'll sort of flush out of the system in a woman's natural processes. And we don't go, we don't think, oh, we don't mourn a lost life when that happens uh, because implantation hasn't happened yet. There's nothing growing in the uterine wall. So that's, I mean, that just took 60 seconds to explain that. So that's kind of how we get, you know, conception to birth as kind of a pro-life protective zone. Uh, Dr. Joe Poyman at Texas Alliance for Life will join us at 835 because I want to, I just got to sort this out with him. This al Alabama deal, and I love Alabama. My mom's an Alabama native. We've got plenty of family there. Um, yeah, embryos are children. Whoa that that comes with that that comes with some repercussions. If we're gonna now, so in vitro clinics all over America, we got like uh, you know trays and coolers filled with uh, with embryos that have not been implanted. Because somebody's infertile, sometimes people, you know, keep them in storage because if somebody dies, you know, Bill can still have a biological kid and maybe that creeps you out. Maybe it delights you. I don't know. But it's something we can do. And I don't lie awake at night thinking that that is some moral outrage because of what's being done to a building block of life because there's nothing growing. There's no baby yet. There's no growing. There's no fetus. There's no nothing of that, that is growing that, 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 that cries out, leave it alone. Some people and, – and listen, if we want to have maybe some restrictions on whether you can toss out a whole tray of embryos like it's like an old typewriter – all right, because it does seem to be more than just property you've got lying around the lab. But the declaration of it as being, you know, the same as a, you know, a, a pink-faced baby 
that's it's it get it, it gets tricky. And one of the things that makes it tricky is all of the childless couples who are given the opportunity to have the miracle of a biological child through in vitro fertilization. Because all of a sudden there's a huge monkey wrench thrown into the in vitro fertilization industry. So mm, mm, thoughts, uh, thoughts about that. Uh, you're, listen, join me now if you want to at 866-660-5759. You can call us, you can text us. Dr. Joe Poyman, Texas Alliance for Life, will get uh, his view on that at 835. Um, here's my view of, uh, of, of the garbage hitting my mailbox yesterday. I told you that everybody in Texas 26, where we get to figure out who gets to be the successor to Congressman and Dr. Michael Burgess, um, Trump endorsed Brandon Gill. Uh, I don't know if he's recognized as a front runner, certainly likely to make a uh, to make a runoff at the very least, if not win it outright. Uh, And the the rhino squish uh, weasel treehouse that that is terrified of that calling itself fraudulently conservatives for American excellence. I told you about a mailer. I got, I told you yesterday about a mailer I got on Tuesday and it showed the frightening, you know, group of, uh, of, of evil migrants. Uh, it was storming toward the camera with a big photoshopped sign that says, Texas, here we come. It says, Brandon Gill's vision for America, a sanctuary for criminals and terrorists. It's like, what? What? And this is all based on, they've, they've zoned in on one lie. And, and I'm not just being repetitive here because we got a fresh mailer yesterday. A fresh steaming pile in my mailbox yesterday. But it's all built around taking Brandon Gill's position that we need to completely retool the FBI that we do defund it and maybe even start from scratch on it because it is so corrupt and targets conservatives so infamously that you can't just mend it, that we need just a complete reimagining of the FBI. Now, you may or may not agree with that, but by no definition in any language is that defunding the police. Uh, such that, uh, you know, our, our borders are wide open for migrants. Brandon is Trump's guy. And this is so funny because at polling places, they literally are embracing. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so the, the latest one, you ready for this? So the imagery of the of the first one was uh, a photograph of just what looked like MS-13 gang members just flooding toward the uh, toward the camera. Texas, here we come. A sanctuary for criminals and terrorists. Okay, now, now they have used... Do we remember the photograph of the guy? I think he was just leaving a migrant shelter facility or something in Times Square. This was right. Uh, this was the guy who had been. Ch- oh, yes. He was one of the folks charged with uh, assaulting cops in Times Square. And he's walking away from his interlude with law enforcement and flips, wearing a Lakers shirt, and flips a big double bird, flips a big double middle finger at the camera as he's walking by. Remember that guy? Okay. So here that is. You ready? Here that is. And there's the headline. Illegal migrant flips middle fingers after being charged with attacking NYPD in Times Square. So there's that foremost in the imagery of the mailer that hit my mailbox yesterday. 
And then over top of that, little photograph of Brandon Gill. Anti-cop Brandon Gill has a lot in common with the criminal illegals he wants to protect. Listen, I know it's primary season. I know it is filled with damnable lies that Brent Money is as a never Trumper when he's completely come around on Trump. That uh, that that that's, that school choice is uh, a, a racket designed to to move illegal immigrants' kids to the front of the line in, in front of yours. These are it's lies on top of lies on top of lies on top of lies. But this one. I mean, and they're all pernicious and they're all execrable. This one, every little flyer has some level of some level of accountability, such as it is. So I I noticed, uh, you know, days ago that this is from an outfit called Conservatives for American Excellence, Inc. What a lovely name, Conservatives for American Excellence. How could you possibly be against that? Um, not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Mm-hmm. So this is just a shell company. It is a shadow pack. Now, that's kind of funny. This is the definition of dark money because you can't find anybody who contributes to it. Can't find anybody that runs it. I found a lady. Oh, it's, it's Las Vegas based. Okay. Um, and, and so the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, has you know, some reporting requirements. You got to sort of give them at least one human being's name. And there I found this lady who is listed as their treasurer. All right, so I thought, hmm. So I did a little Googling on her, found another what looks like a consulting firm that she has worked for, and then it contains an email for her, and I sent her an email. I said, hello, ma'am. Interested, you are listed as treasurer for Conservatives for American Excellence. We are interested in y'all's positions and what the, the uh, source of interest uh, is that you have for this race and what the content is of some of the mailers that are hitting uh, Hitting uh, folks, uh, listeners that I have. So please let me hear from you or just or forward me to your executive director or who runs the place. Because, gosh, if you guys are conservatives in favor of American excellence, you should be champing at the bit to try to get on a conservative talk show in North Texas and share your wisdom. So come on. Bring it. Crickets and tumbleweeds have not heard back from her. Knock me over with a feather. And I don't expect to. Because this Conservatives for American Excellence exists for just one reason. That is to direct money uh, in a grotesque campaign of lies against Brandon Gill. Why? Because they don't want him to be in Congress, obviously. Why? The, The You can see this, I mean, my dog recognizes this, as a rhino, squish, weasel, corporatist, globalist, moderate, Casper milk toast, gutless, uh, breed of, of Republicanism that fears, I mean, they, they hate real conservatives more than they hate liberals. The average, uh, look what the, the, that a poll of Nikki Haley voters in New Hampshire. If, it, if, if, if your, you know, princess doesn't win uh, and, it, and it is Trump and Biden, uh, who are you going to vote for? Half of them said Biden. Ta-da! So anyway, just another day of light shone upon 
the so-called Conservatives for, uh, for American Excellence. They got a Facebook page that's like six followers. It's like six people hanging around. You better have six followers. All the, the, only, the only reason this exists is to funnel money in a campaign of lies against Brandon Gill. Just so you know. All righty. Um, uh, how's Brother DeSantis doing? And what can we expect from him? Is he going to be, I, I mean, nobody can meet the level of Tim Scott's <laughs> uh, fanboy status. And I, I say that with all love. Because uh, And you know why? Because Tim Scott, God bless him. Uh, and a lot of people say that his effusive Trump support is just lobbying to be vice president. You know what? I I think he'd be a pretty fine running mate. He's one of a few. Oh, on the running mate thing, on the running mate thing. Please stop saying Trump gave a list of running mates. No, he didn't. Now, Fox is doing this because it was on Laura Ingram's town hall, which was great night before last. Oh, Trump gave Trump confirmed a list of running mates and Ron DeSantis and Vivek and Tim Scott and Tulsi Gabbard are on it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He did no such thing. Laura, asking a very good question, said, look, we got a bunch of people here and we've just sort of been talking to them and they got a bunch of names that they'd be interested in having on your short list like DeSantis and Vivek and Tim Scott and Tulsi Gabbard. Are those people you're considering? Oh, yeah, sure. That's it. That's it. He essentially said, yeah, listen, everybody is on Trump's short list, if you ask him. You could have said, yeah, um, um, Mr. President, uh, we, we've been talking to some people, and they're interested in, like, uh, DeSantis, Vivek, Tim Scott, maybe Snoop Dogg, absolutely all good people. <laughs> so he did not give a list. He did not confirm a list. He did not share a list. We do not know the list. We will know when we know. All right. Um, let me take the pause, come back, because uh, Brother DeSantis was on with Hannity last night. And every time I see him on the TV box now, it's like, hmm, hmm. How tr- and I, obviously he and Trump had quite the uh, quite the the clash of titans. That well, one of them was a titan, one was like Titan Junior. Didn't quite work out so well. So uh, I, I, do I still? Probably all other things being equal, is Trump DeSantis my favorite ticket? It probably is. Let's check in with the uh, possible back half of that next. All right. Change of not change of plans, just editing of plans because I got like a minute before we get into news and then pop back out with Dr. Joe Poyman of the Texas Alliance for Life on the whole uh, embryos are kids thing out of Alabama. And, and, the re- and so the, the the point on DeSantis, if you're like about to get out of the car, is he was on Hannity to talk about this this possible uh, plan B that Democrats have to to somehow shelve Joe Biden. It's what my Star Telegram column is about. Just Google Mark Davis, Star Telegram. And it's like, what might happen? 25th Amendment, not likely. Uh, cons- uh, convention shenanigans, maybe. But DeSantis and uh, and Newsom, of course, had their, their famous debate on Hannity. And uh, is DeSantis going to come around and really help Trump? I think he will, whether he's the running mate or not. So somebody just... Uh, text me, again, uh, 866-660-5759. That's where you call us. That's where you text us. And this was why the distinction was important. Somebody texted and says, hey, Mark, I thought you were pro-life from conception to natural death. A fertilized embryo is a human life. Mm-hmm. 
And I wrote back. I said, that's why I just drew the distinction between conception and implantation. A fertilized embryo is not growing, is not on the way to becoming a baby, will in fact not become anything if not implanted. That's the moment that life begins that deserves our protective attention. Now, does that mean that a tray full of embryos is like a, you know, a tray full of sausage? No. So if somebody wants to make certain protective rules about how these clinics operate, I mean, you, you can totally do that. But the declaration that an embryo is like a kid, I mean, I mean, sit, sitting there in a vault. And, and again, one of the things that has arisen is the degree to which uh, couples that are not able to have, you know, where the, not all the biological parts are working for him and or her, uh, where IVF in vitro fertilization has enabled them to have the miracle of biological childbirth. I'm kind of a big fan of that and um, don't want to see that that industry sidelined. So mm, your thoughts, please. And we'll get the thoughts of Dr. Joe Poyman, the uh, Texas Alliance for Life next. 831, Mark Davis, Nikki Whaley is in the newsroom. I always take a look at stories that happen in the news, and I think, okay, what do I think of this? Then I offer it up to you and find out what you think of this. On certain occasions, it's like, you know, I'd like to bounce this off of somebody. So on this one, it was an easy call. The story is this. The Alabama Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos created through in vitro fertilization are considered children under state law and are therefore subject to legislation dealing with the wrongful death of a minor if one is destroyed. Okay. So uh, all of you listening, you may be pro-life, you may not. Uh, I, I have set people's hair on fire with my degree of pro-lifeness because I'm the guy telling you that the growing baby does not become less sacred even amid the terrible circumstances of rape or incest. Ooh, I don't want to know if I want to be that pro-life. Well, guess what? If you're not, you're not actually pro-life. But what about this? The immediate impact of this ruling it, it grinds the in vitro fertilization industry to pretty well a, a halt in, in Alabama. And um, so, how? I mean, what is the spectrum of protection that a pro-life stance requires? So there's there it is. Let's uh, so let's head straight to the Texas Alliance for Life and their director, Dr. Joe Poyman. Welcome, sir. How you doing? Hey, Mark, thanks for having me on. Listen, I just just start talking. Just help me with this. Is this does pro-lifeness require extending childhood status to um, embryos in a freezer? In a word? Absolutely. Yes. Well, that's two words. But yes, yes, because these are human lives. These are created from a process of fertilization. Um, these are human embryos which have not yet been put into a mother's womb, but they're human individuals nonetheless. And in our view, those individuals should be protected from being destroyed in IVF clinics or as Alabama, it was some kind of reckless accident that destroyed these embryos. So what are we, so what, what is a clinic to do 
with, because you know how this usually works. A lot of times you can have a whole lot of fertilizations and only one winds up being implanted, which then grows into a baby and delights a couple. And that's what the miracle of science is and the miracle created by God, of course. But what, so what are, what is supposed to happen to the, I'm guessing, vast number of embryos in drawers in freezers that don't get implanted? It is vast, and that is a, that's a real concern. Pro-life movement doesn't uh, oppose using assisted reproductive technology so long as it doesn't require destroying human lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and in Texas for some 21 years, human embryos have been protected from murder and assault and allowed wrongful death lawsuits for the death of a human embryo in the woman's uterus, in the woman's womb. Right. We've never extended that to the uh, embryos who reside in IVF clinics. That's something we need to take a real good look at. As you know, babies, unborn babies are protected from abortion con- completely in Texas, beginning conception, but we haven't yet turned, yet turned our attention and asked the legislature to address this issue of unborn babies IVF created unborn babies who are in a frozen state. And, you know, um, we want families to build. We want baby to ha- people to have babies, but not if it requires re- creating a whole bunch of embryos, taking the pick of the litter, so to speak, implanting those and destroying the rest. Um, I'll point out that if you freeze these embryos, um, since 2017, the Texas legislature did pass a law that requires that a a uh, document be handed to you while you're consenting to freezing these embryos, letting you know that you could potentially place those babies for adoption. And I'm talking about um, uh, a program that exec- actually exists in Texas called Night, uh, in, a, in an adoption agency called Nightlight Christian Adoption. They have a really interesting program called Snowflakes Adoption. And they have successfully allowed more than a thousand couples to adopt embryos that were frozen, successfully implant them in a mother, and she gave birth to those children because those are human lives and we need to protect them. Okay, now we're getting somewhere, but wow. Let's let's unpack that because that's a fantastic answer. First, you absolutely answered what might be the fate, what would be the proper fate of, of, of the embryos that are not implanted and maybe putting them into the lives of people who would then implant them and have, and, and have babies grow yep. from that. That, that. That's better than, you know, tossing them out. Totally right. We've, I guess we might then have, though, there could be a guy, and, I, and uh, there could be some guy with uh, 100 uh, biological kids walking around. Because that's, I mean, yeah. yes. I mean, well, that's another issue, and uh, you know that has happened where there's been fraud in in several IVF clinics. Now, maybe in Texas, um, certainly in some other states, where um, the owner of the clinic or a doctor at the clinic was using his own sperm to uh, to fertilize ova. Uh, you know, fraudulently, not telling the parents, and resulting in 90, 100 children of his that have been born. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's against the law in Texas, and that was actually considered equivalent to rape, thanks to one of your state reps up there, uh, Stephanie Click, offered a bill a few sessions ago that made that equivalent to rape. That is fraud, and that's a terrible crime. Right. But the point is, these babies, these are individual human beings. They need protection. Texas 
does not afford those protect that protection currently. We need to take a good look at that. Okay, so uh, to staying with, if something fraudulent happens, obviously that's wrong. But there there could be a a a, a, a man who will willfully says, "Listen, because it's a crapshoot, and you just never know." Uh, let me bring the number down a little bit. There might be ten or fifteen of you know my fertilized uh, you know my fertilized embryos in a in a drawer, uh, and we we implanted one and got a baby. Yay! So there's fourteen more and i guess the it is a morally superior thing to take those 14 and say hey let's hand those to 14 other childless couples and so that guy and i guess i don't want to get hung up on this because if that guy then has 14 technically biological kids walking around so it's not like they're going to show up at his door and go boom, 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 daddy i mean it, it is uh if if that's that just seems better than disposing of them so far so good well yes you know it it's it goes to well, I don't want to cut off your point, but it goes to remembering these are human beings, and if they're created, they ought to be protected. And present in the law, that that's not happening. They're not okay, necessarily right. protected. Maybe we just create as many embryos as the couple intends to implant. So these are not frozen mm-hmm. indefinitely, so that they're not discarded if they're not used. If somebody stops paying the monthly bill, then they're not uh, unfrozen and destroyed. You know. Just create the ones that we're going to we're going to use, so that these uh, the, the other embryos are not destroyed. Right, so we don't have so many extras creating a, a dilemma of what to do with them. I've known some Mark, folks. We don't we don't know how many there are in Texas, but there's probably tens of thousands nationwide of these embryos in this frozen. Uh, suspended animation state, and I've known some folks who I've known some folks who have done this, and part of their success did involve a kind of a rolling of the dice, where you know one out of ten worked, or the others didn't, or something like that. Uh, so it's easy for us to say, well, if you only want one kid, then just do it once, and if that doesn't work, then tee it up and do it again. I mean, that, that could be a million dollars at the local clinic. So I don't know how easy that is to do. And ultimately, let's drill down on the really, really fascinating philosophical part of this. Um, a tray full of fertilized embryos is not like a tray full of copier paper. Total, totally right. And and disposal with the um, the cavalier attitude with which one would dispose of any other type of property seems morally uh, troubling. However, here's what the fertilized embryo is not: it's not growing. It's it's not on the way to becoming a baby. It's not implanted. So I think I can see a difference of some type. The whole thing about being pro-life is being anti-abortion. Uh, not implanting a fertilized embryo is not an abortion. It doesn't interrupt God's process of growing in the womb. Can we can we observe that difference? Well, I'm not. I think I'm going to disagree with that Tell because me. once created by fertilization, right. that embryo is a human being. Uh, the the uh, freezing is a. Uh, is something that technology has come up with, but it hasn't changed the nature of those individual human beings. They're still human beings. They're in a suspended animation state, mm-hmm. but they're still there. And I think they, we, we should, and the pro-life movement should recognize them as as much value as an embryo at the same stage of development implanted in the mother's womb, same as a newborn baby, same as you and me. It's science tells us beyond a doubt that those are individual human beings. The reason they are so valuable for reproduction is that they are human beings. Any other kind of cells, it wouldn't work. And it's not just cells. It's an embryo that's already developing in amazing ways. That's why this is part, this is 
perfect. I am so grateful because it, it 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 it's not a it, it's not a, a skin cell sitting in a petri dish. It is right there the, the 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 starting blocks. I mean, it is human life. It is a freshly created human life. Yep. The the it's not it's not going anywhere. Not going to be a baby. Zero chance of it being a baby. Unless it is implanted, which creates maybe the the beginning of ah okay. So what do we? What would you like? Uh, because, because um, what you, you want to do? It well, is culture. Did, go, go ahead. Culture. We we if couples engage in this, they really ought to ought to think that don't just create fourteen. Um, yeah. How about just creating these embryos? If you've got to use this process, and there's there's other ways to to address fertility um, issues, and and we don't want to deny parents the right to, to have children. But, you know, if, if you've got to do this, maybe just create these embryos and have a, create only as many as you're going to implant. Then there, there's no risk of them dying wantonly. Um, that, that would be, and some countries in Europe, some countries in Western Europe only allow the creation of as many embryos as they're going to implant. That prevents this ethical dilemma. Um, if you are, you know, um, I'd like to get the legislature to see what's going on. I think there's several dozen of these clinics in Texas, and it's it's a little frightening. There is virtually no regulation of these facilities in Texas. Uh, I mean, virtually none. And they we're talking about so much money for, involved in each attempt, and many of these parents are very desperate. The legislature might want to take a good look at putting some regulations, putting a spotlight on there, do get some reporting so we know what's really going on. The federal government has virtually no regulation of these clinics. A lot of money involved and uh, and so much heartbreak involved. We, we need to take a better look to see what's really going on, and then maybe the legislature can address it with some regulation. I knew a conversation with you would be a good idea. Dr. Joe Poyman, Executive Director of Texas Alliance for Life, texasallianceforlife.org. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it so much. Thanks, Mark. You bet. All righty. Uh, how about y'all? 866-660-5759. We'll proceed, and we'll take it into the 9 o'clock hour, along with a whole bunch of other things politically and uh, culturally and news-wise that are going on. Is my cell phone working yet? I'll take a look while you listen to these. All right. Political ad patrol. Here we go. <sighs> I do not know Andy Hopper in uh, the uh, HD 64 race. And Lynn Stuckey strikes me as a good guy in a number of uh, ways. Do what you want to do up there. But the, here's here we go, man. And uh, high school students, let them drink booze. Have you been wondering what the heck that one is about? I thought I knew, and so I looked, and I did. This its a talk show topic we've done from time to time. You ready? How many of you find it weird that you can uh, fight and die for your – you can take a bullet for your country, but you can't drink a beer? This has led some folks to say, all right, you know, let's just – let's." when adulthood kicks in, it kicks in. So that means you ought to be able to uh, – to, you know, lower the consumption to 18. If we're going to fight and die for your country, lower the consumption to 18. Uh, I think it was stupid to roll adulthood back to 18 from 21. But but if that's where we are, that's where we are. And if you want to sort of uniform all that up, then that would bring the age of consumption down to 18. Are some people who are 18 in high school? Yes, they are. Hence the ability for this really just deceitful ad. 
High schoolers, let them drink booze. That's what that one is about. I'd love to say my work here is done, but it's just getting started. It's just getting started today. So let's take this whole embryo thing into the 9 o'clock hour. If you're on hold, don't move. And doc, so Dr. Joe said he referred to he referred to if, if an embryo is disposed of as a death. Is it? In order to have a death, you have to have a life. Is it a human life? That That's human material in there. It's fertilized embryo. No no doubt about it. It is not a skin cell. It's it's not a pinto bean. Absolutely. And yet, what what's involved in the definition of all life? Everything that is, here you go. You ready? It may be a life, but it's not alive. It's not alive. And I, what, I know how many angels can you dance on the head of a pin? Because what is true of everything that is, if it, I think it's true, right? Everything that is alive involves growth. It's, I mean, at some point we stop growing. I'm not nine feet tall. But some part of life involves growth. Ain't, there, ain't no growing. Ain't no development. Ain't going to be no baby if there's not implantation. That's why, to me, life begins at implantation. So what do you have in those little Petri dishes? Something very precious. It is a building block of human life. I don't think you should be able to throw it out like you throw out the garbage. But is it a kid a la Alabama Supreme Court? Your thoughts, please. 859. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.